Harry and Pricey podcast. Dubai 92. I with the dermatologist yesterday. Mm-hmm. I do go in there for checkups. Uh, as you, I think you should every three or four months. Yeah. Why are you laughing? What are I'm you getting trying checked? to keep my life in order. And you're <laughs> laughing at me. Like, this is a good thing. It should be encouraged. I've, I've just never heard the practice of uh, getting a checkup with dermatology. What do you get checked? Your cheeks? Uh, pricey. Yeah. We are in the country with the most sunshine in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm very conscious and paranoid about skin cancer. Oh, so you get your moles checked every month. And also because when I was at your house last time, you go, that freckle on your lip is like double the size now. Yeah, it's so, gotten bigger. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, oh, I better go. Okay. Um, so I went along. Um, but that wasn't the main reason I was going to the dermatologist. The, the only reason was because you had told me, oh, that freckle on your lip is getting bigger. Yeah. Um. Do you remember last week how you guys played a prank on me and said that I had um, hair lice? Yeah. 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 Because um, you said your head was itchy. My head was really itchy yeah. and like I've got like itchy bites. So I don't know what it is. So I'm like, well, I've got to go to the dermatologist and find out what it is because I'm putting off getting a haircut. All oh, right. <laughs> because one, I don't want to go to the hairdresser and they shave up the back of my head and go, ew, what's oh, that? Gosh, you're in such a conundrum. Oh, look, there's a lot like, going on. Where do you start? On. Anyway, so I go to the dermatologist uh, and the, the one that I usually see has been replaced with, um, with this uh, lovely uh, lady doctor. And um, so I go and see her, and I talk about the lip, and then I start going on about other things. You know, I was like, oh, so how do you get, like, you know, really clear skin on your nose and stuff like that? Anyway, I walk out and pay the exorbitant amount of money, by the way, of what it is to see specialists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get into my car and realize I'd completely forgotten to ask her about my itchy scalp. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm sitting in the car, sat in the car for like half an hour going, oh, what do I do? Do I I go back in? Now, my, my... kind of protocol around it, my thinking around it was, it's like when you go to the supermarket yeah. and you pay for all your groceries, mm-hmm. you've paid for all your supermarket shopping, yeah. and you get in your car and you drive home and you realise you've left a bag at the supermarket. So you drive back and you collect that bag. Technically, I've already paid for the consultation, so couldn't I just go back in and like knock on the door and say, sorry, sorry, I know you've seen someone, but I forgot to ask you something. <laughs> because I've already paid for the consultation, well, right? did you do it? Well, no. Why not? If because that's I think thinking. In, I think in the back of my mind, I knew that that was wrong. <laughs> well, not wrong, but just never done before. No one's ever said, what? oh, if you forgot something, just go back in and ask them. Yeah, because yeah. they'll bill you for another whatever, how much you paid. 700 dirhams. 700 yeah. dirhams. So I'd be down 1,400 dirhams when I should have. Oh, when uh, all you probably need is just a bottle of Celsius Blue. Sorry. Thank you, dermatologist <laughs> Pricey. Why don't I just go and see you? Why don't you just change up your shampoo and see if that works? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll try it. Or maybe why are you Why are you handing a bill over to me for 700 dirhams? <laughs> <laughs> Talking babies this morning, uh, especially uh, birth and pregnancy. Yes. We want to know more about it because obviously we're not parents. Mm. So we're like, oh. You know, is this easier? Is that easier? Well, we're always speculating on the show. A lot of the time, actually, I think this occurred on Sunday. Uh, you talked about uh, one of the celebs who's now pregnant with twins. Kate Hudson. No, she's having one baby. But oh. we were saying, isn't it easier if you just have twins? Yeah, because we thought, is you know, yeah. two for one, two for one of, go. A lot of my friends who do have twins would say otherwise. They're uh, like, right. nope. 
different personalities, different sleeping patterns, different eating patterns. You know, totally. at once. And you have a lot of questions on our number here, 4009, which you're welcome to join any time. But we thought, you know what, it's best, rather than us speculate every day on the show, let's get an expert on to shine some light on this. Uh, Julie Mallon joins us. Babiesandbeyond.ae is uh, the website. Uh, and uh, Julie's on the phone with us now. How are you this morning, Julie? I'm great, thank you. Julie, this is incredible. You've been a midwife for over 30 years now. Are you still a midwife in Dubai? Yeah, I mean, they actually say, you know, once a midwife, always a midwife. Right, so. okay. <laughs> so we have always thought, Julie, that if you were to have twins, that would make life a lot easier. Is that true? Is having twins uh, like a really good option if you're pregnant? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Because, you know, having twins, there's obviously an increased risk in the pregnancy. So that, that's the first off. So that brings a lot of anxiety to parents. But secondly, it's really uncomfortable to have twins, you know. You're carrying all that extra weight. So that's really uncomfortable. Also, there's a lot more tests that need to be done. There's a lot more observations. and So no, it's not. I mean, yes, at the end of it, you do get two babies, which is wonderful. <laughs> two for one. That is absolutely what. Yeah, two for one. But it's not without its um, preconditions, if you like. There, there are a lot of things. Yeah, um, there's a lot of pros and cons. You know, like... Yeah, particularly here in Dubai, um, because with a singleton pregnancy, your core body temperature is raised. When you have twins or more, then you're even hotter. So can you imagine here in Dubai? So you're very, very hot and you are very... And it doesn't matter about how much AC we can be in here in Dubai, but it's very, very uncomfortable for these mummies. Really uncomfortable. It'll be like walking in Bikram yoga the whole time. It'll be very hot. Now, we we actually read an article about a woman in the UK. She actually had something called egg yolk therapy. And from this therapy, she actually had triplets at the age of 46. Yeah, and, and you also have to say is that she had five, five failed IVFs first before that. But yes, I mean, that was incredible that she had that success. So you see a lot of these experimental kind of treatments and, and they work? Obviously it worked for um, her. And there's a lot more research into these experimental treatments, just like there's a lot more research into fatty diets and things mm-hmm. you know um if you look at victoria beckham for example it was said that she had particular um foods in order and did a particular diet in order to get uh, harper having had the three boys okay so so there is some truth some truth we're not going to say 100 mm-hmm. percent in some of those fad diets and foods that encourage pregnancy yeah i mean again there, there is a growing body of evidence yeah. that is backing up that uh, looking at our diets for example wild salmon if you have wild salmon that there is an increase in the omega-3 the fatty acids which helps with reproduction we came with julie mallon you've been a midwife for over 30 years babiesandbeyond.ae is the place to go uh, if you want some of uh, julie's expertise thanks so much for your time you're most welcome and i really enjoyed speaking with you and uh, just to say that you know it's one of the most magical journeys that a, a couple will ever ever travel it's just incredible something to look forward to thanks Jules thanks Julie okay that's a bizarre video that was filmed on a bus in Colombia a city called Bogota there a video was captured of a woman on the bus dyeing her hair yeah yeah just grabbing out the old bottles from the box packet mixing them up putting on the gloves and um, yeah getting getting rid of the greys I guess yeah
Uh, she was wearing the uh, protective gloves. I remember when I was like younger, my mum used to always be doing that. Yeah, well, I grew up in a household of three women. My mother, my sister, Samantha and Jessica. Yeah. And they all went through like a, we want a uh, red hair phase. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The police ever came in and saw that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, what occurred I feel like I feel like every mum and sister went through and it was like a 4-6. That was the number on the box. And everyone was like, yep. Get the 4-6, the 4-6. It was always in demand. You know what? That actually rings a bell. <laughs> 4-6. It was like a rich mahogany. It was. It was a really dark red. <laughs> so we thought, because it is pretty bizarre behaviour uh, to be like doing on a bus, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought, what are, what's some of the bizarre behaviours you've seen on public transport uh, predominantly because it kind of does seem to bring out some weird people doing some weird things. Uh, we talked before, I was sitting next to someone. I can't remember where I was flying to, but it was, it was a bit of one of those budget airlines. Yep, you're um, on a plane. Yeah, on a plane. Um, the guy next to me was cutting his toenails. Clipping the toenails. Yeah. That's so sick. And you know how the toenail nail is like, it's quite a... Sometimes it can go rogue. Well, yeah, it can go rogue. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite a ragged, tough nail as well. So it's like quite a loud clip. <laughs> and like quite large pieces of no, nails. Disgusting. That's so gross. I used to hate it when I used to, I was used to be crab cabin crew and on the plane, um, you know, those little hot towelettes you get. Mm. I mean, it's probably a, a little towel. It's probably 20 centimetres by oh, 20 centimetres. 20 centimetres is pretty generous. small. It's yeah. just good for your hands and maybe maybe your forehead. Some people used to go to town with those really? towels. Yeah. Oh, over the back, on the arms, on the feet. They used to take it into the, oh, uh, the bathroom. Probably. Do a big, uh, do a big scrub with it, and just come back out. And the worst part is the daintily uh, handing it back to the cabin crew. Yeah, there you go. I Here's know. my disgusting oh, towel. It was gross. You used to have the collection on the tray, and you get all these white towels, and every so often you'd get like a, a brown towel. Oh yeah, no, well, you didn't. No, not that kind of brown, but like yeah. you know, like a, a really <laughs> like dirty it had, towel. It had been used. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. like, dude. And also, they give them to you hot and steamy as well, so that just kind of <laughs> emanates through the cabin. <laughs> Uh, Producer Rog, who's been very British about this entire thing at the moment, while the two Australians on the show just delve straight into that uncouth pool. Uh, you've got one for us that you saw on a, on a, a well, train. We've had a bus, we've had a plane. Mine was on a train, yeah. uh, and Laura and I, my, my wife, were on a train in Barcelona on a um, one of the seats. So we were facing a father and his daughter. The daughter spent the entire train journey um, going through her hair. Now. Laura explained to me she had split ends. Yes. I don't know what that is, mm-hmm. but she, so she was looking at each individual hair and like snapping the split end off and it made a noise like you were clipping your toenails. Wow. And by the end of the train journey, the pile of split ends in front of her on the table oh, was hideous. No. And like, I kept, I obviously, we're in Catalonia, I don't speak the language and I was a tourist so I felt very shy anyway. I kept looking at the dad of this girl and, going just please just please <laughs> begging trying to catch his eye contact <laughs> and then look like move my eyes down to the pile of fairs and yeah. say come on have a word oh, oh the noise though the noise out of, it's hideous. Out of all of the store that one's actually made me ill this oh, morning yeah you win rog yeah that's great just when we thought you know it was gonna it be like any a, lower yeah 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 oh yeah there's a line on this show and we can always go just below it uh four double zero nine if you want to get any lower with us um <laughs> on that line um Join us, 4009. Weird things you've seen on public transport. That's what we want to hear from you. Bizarre Uh, behaviours. We've seen toenail clippings. Mm. We've seen split ends on the table. (laughs) That just blows my mind. Yeah. And people hit dyeing their hairs on buses. Let's get it on just while you're having your breakfast. We'll take your your calls on 4009 this morning. Yes, Robin joins the show calling in with a a weird occurrence on a bus. What happened, buddy? 
Well, it was a long time ago in my youth, and we were walking through Africa, and it was a hot day, and uh, we were on a crowded bus. There was a very nice lady sitting next to me, and she was uh, chewing on a stick of sugarcane. And um, the next thing, she spat out uh, the pulp of her sugarcane. But she didn't just spit it out, she spat it out the window, um, except that my wife and I were sitting between her and the window. So oh. she, she spat it out straight, straight over us and, and out the window. Did, did her, it aim, ma- her aim was excellent. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, good. Okay. I love it how you preface the story with a very nice woman yeah. was on the bus with us. I don't know. No, she was. She was very friendly. She was very friendly. It was just. Uh, it was a laugh. It was a good laugh. But uh, it wasn't expected. Let's put it that way. Oh wow! You handle uh, sugarcane pulp in the face a lot better than Price and I think. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, no way, not happening, not today. A lot more expletives, I think. Thanks for your story, yeah, all, Robin. All part of the experience. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Pricey Scandal. So, Emily Blunt, we love her so much. She's uh, married to John Krasinski. She's also in Devil Wears Prada. She's going to be the new Mary Poppins as well. Uh, And also, she's in a new film with her husband, John Krasinski. It's called Quiet Place. So, she's doing a lot at the moment. She's kind of run down. Oh, yeah, I know you said. But you're going to watch it at home, right? Yeah, because uh, I get very frightened in cinemas watching scary movies. Interesting. Yeah, unless you want to go with me. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah? For sure. Um, Yeah, so she's very run down and she's been getting a cold. And so she said that she's got a very quirky and kooky way of getting rid of these colds. She actually drinks oil of oregano to cure her colds. Or some people say oregano. Oil of oregano? Oregano. Yeah, as in the herb. she gargles it? (laughs) Yeah, well, sometimes she drinks it. Like, she literally just, like, swallows it. She said it tastes disgusting and it burns her throat, but she swears by it, so she's going to continue doing it. I can't see any basis on how that would work other than making you smell like an Italian pizza restaurant. I was thinking that too. They douse the dough in that stuff. It's the only time I actually use it is when I'm, like, cooking Italian food. Making a pizza. (laughs) That's the only time I ever use it too. And it makes you feel really all gourmet as well. You get the pizza base and you're like, oh, yeah, let yeah. that go back that Well, way. now that it's a, it's not as easy to, to get your medication as well, maybe you should give it a try, the oil of oregano. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't yeah. get uh, antibiotics over the counter yeah. anymore. So. so instead of going to the pharmacy, just hit up the Italian section of Skinny's. <laughs> May as well give it a shot. Why not? I'll take a prescription in there. Am I in the wrong place? <laughs> it was a trending hashtag on Twitter, uh, especially around the Middle East, in fact. It was um, based on flirting because of your job. Began mm-hmm. uh, making the rounds online. Um, funny observation was that engineers, biologists and pilots kind of were tweeting saying, well, we don't really have to flirt when we go out, especially with our job, because our job kind of does the flirting for us. Right. Great conversation starters. Yeah, a lot of uh, jobs yeah. are sexy to mm-hmm. the opposite sex. True. A lot aren't. Yes. Mm. Radio personalities aren't. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 That goes straight into the um, the conversation of, oh, yeah, oh, I don't really listen to the radio much. Yeah. Or oh, why do you play this song? Totally. It's more of a feedback thing when you say radio presenter, isn't it? I just lie. I just say a completely different what job. What do you say? Me? I, yeah. Um... I, th- I always just say, oh, I, I work in broadcasting because then it makes me sound like I'm a serious news journalist. <laughs> okay? There you go. Okay. That's the so honest you, answer. You, I you, deny you, you Pricey. Like you have a bit more cred. <laughs> I deny working with Pricey. Um, so we're asking you on 4009. Uh, you asked me just before the break, Pricey. Um, 
I kind of find librarians sexy. Yeah, you've always, um, yeah, librarians are your thing. I think it's, and I'm sure there's some kind of movie that has psychologically affected me, um, but especially like a top knot and glasses. Oh my gosh. (laughs) As well, but I think it's just because it's, it's kind of innocent and it's nice and uh, and it's you know it's education and reading. There's just something yeah. so sweet about it. Yeah, that just, you're into it. Yeah, like you know, that's, I, yeah. That's the job that you find find attractive in the opposite sex. You, pricey. Um, I kind of like. Uh, I don't even know why I like this. Um, but I, you know, the old kind of Hollywood agent. Mm. I find that attractive, and I don't even know why. Like I like yeah. Entourage, the TV show, and yeah. Ari Gold is not. He's kind of annoying to me. Like, I don't find him attractive, but I just yeah. like, I like, because they, they, you know, they can talk the talk, walk the walk, they do deals, they're still really well dressed. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it. But I, I also, I love carpenters. Right. Yes. Is that a, uh, you have to say that in case Kiwi Jamie's listening? Kiwi Jamie, my partner, yes. he's a carpenter by trade, or yep. we call them chippies in mm. Australia. Um, yeah, but that's cool too. I mean, imagine like, you know. Working oh, with your hands, you can build yeah, a house. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I want to build my house. You're just like, oh, that's so attractive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fiona is uh, on from Um Sakim. You've got a, uh, a job that you find attractive in the opposite sex? Um, yeah, um, lifeguards. But like the Baywatch, you know, Bondi Rescue Star lifeguards. Oh, yeah, like the Hoff back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or, or The Rock. The Rock, yeah. yes. Now, Zac Efron. I, I, is, it, is it less uh, like the Baywatch type or more that they can save a life? Um, I mean, obviously, it's, that's a really good point, that they can save lives, so that's really nice as well. Yeah. Um, and and they have to be fit, so they yeah. look good as well. Okay, yeah. so, so it does you, come down to yeah. being fit, yep. If you're laying on the beach and, yeah, a guy comes running up in slow-mo with one mm. of those things over his shoulder. It's attractive. Yeah, definitely. Fiona, <laughs> uh, we had a, a little bird tell us that um, you actually snagged yourself a lifeguard. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. Oh, <laughs> was he saving your life? Um, no, not at the time, but yep. uh, <laughs> he has saved lives, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And you guys are still together? Yes, we are. We're married now. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> is he still a lifeguard? <laughs> uh, no, he's uh, in water parks now. Oh, okay, oh. so he still wears a uniform. Fiona, don't worry. I don't, I don't know where he's going with this either. I'm just asking. <laughs> I feel like there's a last question where it's going to be like, ah. No, no, we have to turn the mics off for the last question. <laughs> the Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Uh, asking you what uh, job you find attractive in the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was kind of uh, trending around the Middle East on Twitter. Yeah. A um, lot of text coming through on 4009 as well. We uh, were just chatting with Fiona before, I think it was, uh, who actually ended up married. The guy who had the job that she found sexy, which was yes. a lifeguard. The Baywatch Bondi rescue type of lifeguard mm. as well, which is, she was like, yes, okay, I yeah. do. I've got, uh, I, I find librarians. Yes. Yeah, I just find that a really sexy job. A librarian is uh, is it for you? Yeah. I'm more of a carpenter, like a man that works with his hands. Mm. Yep. Okay, hold on. Kiwi Jamie isn't listening. What, what job do you really like? No, Kiwi Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Erica joins the show. Erica, you had a job that was attractive to the opposite sex. Yes. Um, I used to work for Victoria's Secret when I was in university. Nice. <laughs> Did you get discount? <laughs> <laughs> Huge. In oh, the States, they so give good. you great discounts. Mm. And like every month, they would give you like a free bra. Really? That's cool. Yeah. 12 a year, guys. 12 a year. So, like, those were the perks, but all the guys thought it was, like, the greatest job, and 
Yeah, you know? I'm still trying to catch my breath myself, actually, but oh, Pricey yeah. just dived straight into the discounts <laughs> before I had a chance yeah. to compose myself. Yeah, but the reality is um, majority of customers don't look like a VS model. Well, thanks for coming on, Erica, and shattering the illusion for me. But uh, that's <laughs> No worries. Your call. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. <laughs> Bye-bye. Talal joins us on 4009. Talal, what do you find attractive uh, in the opposite sex and their jobs? All right, you guys don't laugh, okay? okay. But um, I, do, I do find female truck drivers to be quite attractive. Interesting. A female right? truck driver. And where do you yeah. think this attraction comes from? I'm not sure what that says about me, but I'm telling you, you know, I think there's something socially impactful about women that are doing guy things, mm-hmm. right? So a woman that smokes a cigar, a woman that drives a truck, a pickup truck, a woman that rides a Harley, something yeah. attractive about that. Don't yeah. you agree? I actually do. You know, my one of my best friends... She's very like very petite, very small, slender, and she has got her truck license. And I just find that so awesome. Drives yeah, absolutely. Truck time. Yeah. I mean, Harry was talking about a librarian, right? Yeah. Um, that could be considered some Oedipus, uh, Oedipus complex, maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Harry? I, I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not uh, quite up on the uh, psychological terminology. I just see a psychologist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Parade or Pampa with Virgin Atlantic. It's going to be the trip of your summer with these three new ways to fly with Virgin Atlantic. This week, we are doing the Virgin Atlantic Economy Delight, where you get extra legroom, priority checking, and priority boarding. Last couple of weeks, we've been uh, sending you over to London with Virgin Atlantic to see Bruno Mars. That was party. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, you got to parade around on a shopping spree. Mm -hmm. This week, I'm going to have to say, maybe a surprise, this could be my favourite. Yeah. No, I'm all for this too. We want to send you and a friend for a weekend of rest, relaxation, and pampering in London. You'll get uh, flights, accommodation, and the spa day. Sounds great. So good. This is how we've been doing it uh, last couple of weeks. You stay listening to the cue to text, kind of like a boarding call. You text in your name, Pamper, to 4009. If you get through, we're going to put your name on our wheel. The cabin crew will come in on Thursday, spin the wheel. If your name comes up, you're off to London, baby. Um, yep. And so who's on the wheel this morning? It looks like Yvonne is on the wheel. Well done, Yvonne. Woo! Oh, hi, morning. Good morning, honey. You are on the wheel and hopefully we spin your name on Thursday. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Who would you take with you if you win on Thursday? Yeah, I would. I'd love to say I'd take my husband with me because he really deserves it. But do you know what? I think I might just take my eldest daughter with me instead. That'd be she, so she deserves. She deserves a pamper. She's got a, a, a nine-month-old um, baby boy, our first grandson, and um, she would love to just spend the day with me and our youngest daughter in London, who we haven't seen for a year. So I think that Amazing. would be awesome. Oh, yeah. this all sounds beautiful. Yeah. I love the sound of all of this, Yvonne. Hopefully you win on Thursday. We'll pop you on the wheel. Um, and you actually, you sound very young to be a mother. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Sounds yeah. <laughs> can be deceiving. And a grandmother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only Thank person you. who doesn't want your name to come up on the wheel is your husband, who will be left babysitting. <laughs> so he would completely understand he'd have a boys' weekend with my son-in-law. Oh, good. <laughs> Scandal. So Prince Charles is going to be appearing on an episode of MasterChef in Australia. Yeah, so you know the show, the TV show, MasterChef. Yeah, I don't like that show, but yeah. All oh, right, so Prince Charles is over in Australia at the moment. Camilla's gone home. She had enough, so she went home back to London mid-tour. Um, but 
Charles was guest of honour at the reception. It was for about 150 people at the Royal Flying Doctor Service Base. Okay. And it just happened to be the same time that MasterChef were going to be doing the filming and the cooking for the base as well. Okay, cool. So then, obviously, Prince Charles was like, okay, yeah, I'm in ingredients. I will do this. I'll be on the show as well. Because, obviously, he said that Camilla's a fan of the show. <laughs> so I feel like he kind of dropped her in it and then just said, oh, I'm out now. See you later. Well, Camilla, because they're over there for the Commonwealth Games that are currently happening on the Gold Coast. And I know that Camilla didn't look like she was having a great time, so I'm yeah. not surprised she's gone home. <laughs> but I kind of feel like Charles is doing it so he can pick up the phone and go, well, Camilla, Camilla, I'm on the show. <laughs> you catch it tonight, I'll be on it. Look at me go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> making it mean gravy. I'm looking forward to seeing the episode, though. That'd be great. Uh, Brad Pitt apparently quitting Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week there's been rumours of him and how he's dating the MIT professor. Uh, apparently it's been going on for about six months. And now he wants to focus on another passion. He wants to move over to a more artistic career. Um, and he's really into his woodwork and furniture design. And he's even designed his own collection. So people are thinking maybe he'll get into that kind of you know career path I, afterwards. I always hear about it. We always report on it, don't we? Yeah. Like people quitting. Oh, we've quit Hollywood. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. The, the sad part about it is that Brad Pitt's actually a pretty good actor. I really love him. I think he's great yeah. actor. He's actually signed on to do a movie. We're thinking maybe it's the last one. The movie's with Leonardo DiCaprio and Quentin Tarantino directing. It's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, but that may be seen as his last film if he's going to become a, a, a carpenter. I, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I was going to say if, if you're going to do your last film and leave a bit of a legacy, you're probably in safe hands with Tarantino. Absolutely. He's got some pretty good ones under Looking his belt, hasn't he? Looking forward to seeing yeah. that. And finally, Simon Cowell, he's made a massive U-turn with this X-Factor judge decision. He was hoping for a clean slate in 2018 and he was going to get a whole new judging panel, which would mean Nicole Scherzinger, Louis Walsh and uh, Sharon Osbourne would be out of work. Yeah. So it seems now he's decided to keep Louis and Sharon, mainly because paying out their contracts would cost him about 20 million dirhams. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I'll just let you keep. Just let you work out your contracts. <laughs> yeah. Poor <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger. She's going to still be replaced, but yeah. the other two are sticking on. Oh, no, not Scherzi. I know. Love her. I do too. She brings a bit of glamour to yeah, it. Yeah, I reckon she's the only kind of still relevant one on that. Like mm. Sharon Osbourne, well, Louis yeah. Walsh. Mm. Is that the grey-haired guy? But, yeah, I guess so. What does he even do? Was uh, he in a band? Was he in Earth, Wind and Fire? <laughs> He discovered and managed uh, the likes of Westlife and Boyzone. So he's responsible for Westlife and Boyzone. Yeah. Bo- or now that they call Boys Life. Yes. Thank goodness he's been sacked then. Oh, wow. He's not. He's still got one more season. <laughs> the Harry and Pricey Podcast. To buy 92.